you made it to a new episode of Mastered It. Welcome back, babes. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We appreciate it. We do. Y'all are real OGs, real MVPs. You are. You working real hard day and night. Really true. <laughs> if only you could write us a review. If only. Simple. It's very simple. You just click the Linktree account. If you don't have, you don't have Instagram, you know, just podcasts, you know, right in there. Even simple. Like, if you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, like, it's right there. It's right there. Just literally just be like, oh, my God, those girls are so great. You know, like, I love it. Their topics are so fun. Oh, my God. Like, how they intertwine psychology, sociology, and other ologies <laughs> and make it all comedic is wonderful. Yeah. We try. I mean, come on. You're here for a reason. We put an actual work here, babes. Do the right thing. And help us out and support another babe. Exactly. Honestly. Support the babe community. Because uh, when we grow, you grow. Bada bing, bada boom. Simple as that. Ping, ping. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into today's... Well, actually, no. Let's talk about our weekend. What am I yeah. doing? I don't know. You, you're excited. I'm just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, how was your weekend? So for my weekend, even though I worked, I did a few things. I'm listening. I went to a whiskey bar. Ooh. And I know I did that a few weeks ago, but we went again because... Are you the- like starting to like whiskey? No. Well, I don't drink any whiskey. I just get the tequila drinks. What the hell? <laughs> well, you know, I'm allergic to it, so... I oh, just- yeah, the barley. Yeah. Right? Mm. So I just go for, you know, the bartender is really nice. She's funny. And there's always something interesting going on. And the food is good so far was it like pub food yeah okay with a southern taste but it's just you know pub food pub food got <laughs> you, got you. i appreciate what they're doing but it's not there i like it and then we i also did some mini golfing with my man yeah who won um i did okay all right tiger Woods. he might debate it <laughs> i don't know but he's not here to fight for it so we'll just say i did like low-key cheating on the scorecard no it's impossible to cheat with michael because we're both sore winners i mean sore losers so sore winners. but we're also sore winners in the sense that we're like yeah bitch <laughs> you lost you guys are just like rubbing it in each other's oh faces. yeah we're so bad that way so you guys are gems we are and yeah. then i did some thrifting Ooh, did you find anything good I found a few tops, and I found a, bu- a Puma travel bag. Really? Yeah. Cause like was, a duffel? Yeah. Ooh. It's nice. That's I'm a like, fine. Yeah. It was only like 15 I, bucks. I've been itching to go thrifting with you. Like, let's go to the rich towns yeah, and like, let's just, really like knock it out. That's one. I mean, um, the day, the picnic day is coming up. Hey, hey, hey. They don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> they will suit. <laughs> and that's only if you followed our master.it podcast account. Yes. And you'll Instagram. be updated and knowing what, you know, we're actually talking about. So how about you give that a follow too? <laughs> while Damn, you're there. she's coming for y'all. <laughs> Just like small plugs. Hey, if it works, it works, baby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what about your weekend? How was your weekend? So my weekend was pretty good. I saw Mr. French. Nice. And went to his place and had like a little cookout. Like we put like steaks on the grill Ooh. it was really nice and his roommate and his roommate's um girlfriend was there as well mm-hmm. so kind of felt like a double date yeah as well. sounds like it yeah and then afterwards like we did some karaoke Ooh. which like they have a karaoke machine it's so cool and uh, that was the moment that i was just like oh my gosh this man is everything Aww. because we sang the duet of um 
Sandy and Danny in um, Greece. Like, really? You're the one that I want. Aww. And it was kind of cute because I knew all the words, but he knew all the dance moves. <gasps> no way. <laughs> so he's just like, wait, wait, wait. You have to do it like this. And I'm like, wait, like you have to sing your part. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but like together it worked. That's so cute. <laughs> what a match. Cute. And then like, it was funny because then after that song, like randomly YouTube was like, we're going to give you something fun. And they put on like an old timey, like swing song. Ooh. So I looked at him as a joke and I was like, come on, partner, let's give it a go and i kid you not this man knows how to swing dance no way yes way wow. we were swing and he was like wait wait wait, wait. let me see if i could do the flips and i was like i'm not ready for that <laughs> i had too much casamigos yeah, to be doing flips that's... we could do the fun like kicks and the twirls but no flips today sir that's a trek right <laughs> that requires years of training honestly but like i looked at him but i was just like you are just such a versatile human and i love it like tell Good me another him. Dominican from the Bronx that knows how to swing dance and knows all the dance move. So you're the one that I want from the movie. That Grace. is very rare. That is. He's a rare breed. I do appreciate Aww. him. The uniqueness is important. But um, what also happened this weekend. Mm hmm. And I think this is going to, I'm just kind of tying it in with like my vent or obsession of the week. Okay. So cool. I'm going to vent. Um, so it's been a minute. A minute. Since. I have had it. Uh-huh. A very long minute. Oh, okay. Girl. I went away to Cancun. <laughs> I came back. Mr. French schedule was crazy. My schedule was crazy. Oh. And we haven't seen each other. Like we've seen each other, but like just in the cutest of ways. Like, yeah. oh, like we'll go to dinner. Or, like, oh, like we'll meet up and do this. And I'm like literally looking at him and I'm just like, I can you give you something better to eat? Oh. <laughs> you know? So I'm like hey. day. 17 without anything i feel you so there was one night he came up it was it was yeah it was last weekend he Uh came up to visit and i was like oh like okay like we're gonna go out to dinner whatever i got lit at dinner nice in his car and i'm like you know what fuck everything like i need this now yeah so i start going down on him okay and hey hey (laughs) I think it was because I was too lit. Oh, no. That something started to come up. Oh, no. And I may have. Oh, no. Threw up. Oh, On no. him. Oh, no. On his dick? Yes. <laughs> and, oh. like, I try to hold the rest in my mouth. Oh, no. And I'm frantically looking for the door handle. Oh, my God. Because this man drives a very nice car. Oh, my God. And I, the worst thing I need in my life is for him to hold it over my head for oh. the rest of my oh, life. God. That I messed up his nice interior of the car. Oh, and it smells. And he has to pay this much to get it out. So oh. I'm frantically looking. And I'm like, oh, my God. Where's the door handle? And the rest just, like, came out on, like, the side of the road. Oh my god! And I, I looked at him and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh. And he's just like, Are you okay? And I was just like, It was just too much. I mean, at least he said, Are you okay? Yeah, he was very nice about it. Like he didn't want me to feel bad, but in the back of my mind, I was just like, You weak ass bitch. You, I mean, he could have been like, Are you gonna finish? <laughs> I mean, very no, considerate that, man. No, <laughs> I, I think that definitely killed the mood. Like, if you, like, feel a little bit of vomit yeah, on you, yeah. it's just like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you tried. 
I tried. You gave it a go. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> it's all good, homie. Like, you know, you can keep pushing. That's first for me, though. I never throw up. Yeah. I will be blackout drunk in a corner. Never will throw up. Well, you had a whole I, lot of dick in your mouth. I did. Oh, Lord, I did. And, you know, it's an awkward position for your stomach. Yeah, like in a car, you're kind of bit. And I just ate Mexican food. Yeah, no, this is a combination known for disaster. <laughs> Not recommended, babe. I'm glad you're making me feel better about it because I still am just like, I cannot believe, like, you're such a weak-ass bitch for nah, this. Yeah, you can handle your dick. You you have great dick reviews, you Thank know. Thank you. I do. <laughs> I do. I wish it's I was just... a proper website, but that would be, like, objectifying women. But yeah. I do. Also incredibly weird. Um, just weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think, you know, every girl has to have her weird moment with her man, and that's one of them for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm venting about, like, 17 days going on and um, just telling an embarrassing story of my weekend as well. Ashley, hit me. Are you venting or obsessing? So I'll vent as well. And I'm venting about a TV show that you recommended. Which um, one? Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, so I watched it. I basically binge watch it in a day. And, you know, great show. Mm -hmm. I like the concept, you know, cool. Yeah. Not gonna do any spoilers for you guys, Please but I don't. don't I, spoil it for the babes. I I won't. I you know I recommend it if you're you know, it's a very interesting story. I don't okay. know how to describe it. Yeah, it's but, good. Damn it, there were so many gaps. There were. I will definitely There's agree so with many. that. Like that's why I said I feel like I need a like you know a part two for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what you said, and I could see what you said, but like you can't do a part two because the ending is like supposed so perfect. Yeah. yeah the ending is perfect but like the character dynamics i'm like okay, there's so many questions what the heck is louise's dreams about yeah her nightmare terrors like what the fuck was that about right and then you know makes parents, no sense we didn't dive into that like, no the parents fire still total mystery oh my god that was that was so sus that was a big ass fire yeah how did they not know it yeah and then <laughs> why was it only in the parents room like what were they doing what the heck yeah, yeah. Like, how did you come out alive and then, you know, one more thing, Adele's pills. Her husband was giving her all those pills. Yeah, because he thought that he was crazy. Yeah, but like, what? It was weird. What? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, and considering the fact that he is also like a licensed psychiatrist. Yeah, you can't like, figure it wasn't out just what's like, going on. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't like kind of sit and think like, hmm. Louise figured it out in like. Literally what, like seven episodes and she's like i don't know what's going on yeah i don't (laughs) so i man i definitely recommend all the babies out there to watch it yeah i would consider it a psychological thriller i think definitely um very you know surprising unless you know certain things like i did Mm because when vanessa when i finished i was like girl i knew that was gonna happen and i was just like i had no idea i was magic I say it because prior to us recording Ashley and I went out to dinner and I was just like girl like when I saw this going on I was like don't tell me they added magic now <laughs> and she was like it's not magic I was like it's, it's not. science bitch she's like it's science I was like nah I saw some floaty things with the colors it was I mean, magic that was a portrayal a very was magical so, portrayal was, so don't listen to me Ashley's right it's science it's not magic <laughs> <laughs> like what I thought it was yeah but it's it's very good go for it but man can we just talk about these gaps when you're done honestly guys like can you like hit us up like in the comments even on our posts yes please let me know because i 
Now I just banged my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, also when you guys are on Instagram, um, I had created a new alias called Dates with Mr. French. So if you guys want to, like, follow us on that, that'd be super cute. Do um, it. Mr. French does take me on some really cool dates. They're um, really I cool myself, people. Yeah. I myself am a super type A planner. So we also, like, a lot of it's my planning. A lot of it's his spontaneous spot. I can't say spontaneity. Spontaneity, girls. I mean, babes. Y'all like you'll learn. I mean. We can't say words. <laughs> we we say are word. a podcast, and we can't say words. Also, we blame Maybe the we, tequila. We've been drinking, of course. The Casamigos, of course. <laughs> right, our fave. Casamigos. We are insisting that you, um, you know, come sponsor us. Sponsor us because we. Love I you. have this like terrible plan that every time I drink Casamigos, I'm gonna post it on Instagram and tag them. You should. I have. They haven't responded, but I have <laughs> like Eventually. a good DM chat going with them of me just constantly showing just them drinks of me having Casamigos. And I think one day, if I can just get a mention, or if they even like like the picture, make my whole life. Make yeah, my whole that'd life. that'd be nice. Oh my God, I love them so much. We're such fans. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, follow Vanessa's alias. Yeah, they're an attractive couple, stylish couple. Thank you. Very adventurous. We are. Uh, we like honestly, like you'll see our adventures. We're gonna kind of backdate a little bit. You're gonna see our adventures of like Portland, and then this entire summer, as Ashley knows, I have planned it all out. Oh yeah, you know how she is. I planned out our entire summer, so there's going to be tons of activities, and I'm going to tag locations. So if you babes ever need, like, date ideas, do follow that alias. And also, we love the love, so show it to us, too. Go for it. Yes. I'm going to follow it because, bitch. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I already go to your Instagram, like, Vanessa's personal Instagram, just to be like, hmm, where does Vanessa go out to drink and eat? (laughs) And then I show my man, and he's like, let's do it. I'm like, dope. Honestly, like when Yelp was like super popular, like I could be a professional Yelper. Like, call. oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you were always using Yelp. I was using, and I was doing reviews, but like it kind of fell off, so now I hopped onto Google. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. Thank you, because <laughs> Google ate it up. Yeah, I I only write my reviews on Google anyway. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Yelp. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. You require membership, you know, yeah. Yeah. Sign up. It's I don't need it. <laughs> and then like, not enough people post on you. Eh, so much. I'm so sorry. funky. Google has that. Get a better user experience. Exactly. Thank you. So today, babes, we're going to talk about something I think we all know a little well. Do we? Oh, I mean, deep down, subconsciously. Oh, we're going to talk about our subconscious today. Kind of. How the reality of how our relationships work, really. Okay. We're talking about relationships. How we have attachments with our mothers and oh, our fathers. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to say it like that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, if you think about it. Well, it all leads into what relationship attachments look like. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about because it all is one line. Essentially, we're going to debunk the Freudian complex. No, we're not. It's exactly the Freudian complex. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he wasn't that, you know, crazy. He was was crazy, but he wasn't, like, crazy off from what he was saying. (laughs) The man knew a lot of things. He just said it very disturbingly. He just had very weird sex addiction. Honestly. Which is fine, you yeah. know. Sex is a big like thing. Dipitous complex. That's like, bleh, bleh, I mean, yeah. nasty. But it's real. You there you see go. It. It's it's real. Relationship attachments are, as we clearly stated before, they're mm-hmm. the attachments that are created from what you've had as an infant. 
attachments start on early in life. So when you're a baby and if your parent is like always around and providing you love and care, you will have something called a secure attachment. But if you are like having an anxious attachment, this is really just like the people who with like, you know, you're very sensitive. You have a hard time communicating. Um, and you also tend to act out when you're triggered. So like, for example, like whenever your parents kind of did something, it results later on in your life. It's like always coming back to you now, <laughs> which I, I was listening to Celine Dion earlier. So that song, like it's all coming back to me now. Oh, Beautiful. That makes sense for this. Have you heard it? I, I think I have. We're going to play coming. it afterwards. <laughs> Let's just okay. belt out Celine Dion. <laughs> I mean, you can never go wrong with Celine. Honestly. <laughs> Um, then there's the fearful attachment. These are for people who fear abandonment and rejection and have low self-esteem. And then you have the avoided attachment and these types like downplay the importance of a relationship and they're usually self-reliant. Mm. Mm. And then you have insecure attachment, the last attachment, mm. which are commonly for people who have so- poor self-image and self-esteem. So this is all to say that like, To kind of go back to the beginning a little bit, attachment theory is the area in psychology that describes the nature of emotional attachment between humans. Yeah. You form these emotional attachments originally with your parents. Mm -hmm. How your parents give you that attachment results in how you are in your relationships. Exactly. So if as a child you have secure attachment, that secure attachment will show within that relationship. Mm -hmm. So Ashley, tell me, what is your attachment style? So, you know, I'm doing a lot of work on myself as as everybody is. We love personal development. We're here for it. We do. We're very patient with personal development. But Mm -hmm. one of the things that I had growing up was a very authoritative parent. So my mother made a lot of my decisions for me. I didn't have a lot of choice. And Mm -hmm. it was always like a lot of like strict rules, my way or the highway kind of deal. Mm -hmm. When you have that type of attachment, it comes off. It may come off differently for some, but for me, it became a fearful attachment. Okay. Um, that means I'm just kind of the person that I fear rejection. Like, I need yeah. to make sure I come and impress you. I have... You do every time. I do, yeah. <laughs> I still have the fear of rejection. It's pretty strong. Um, I wouldn't say I have a fear of abandonment. I don't have anything because my mother... Even though she was authoritative, she made sure she loved me. Right. It's just, she just guided every decision making I had. You had no type of independence. Yeah. Okay. So that, and, and then intercepted the ability for me to create confidence in my own decision making. Okay. That's really creating low self-esteem and I have a lack of, you know, ability to be forward with stuff. Okay. Um... And I do typically have a negative view of others and high anxiety in my relationships. I doubt a lot of the things I say. I'm constantly afraid, even with close friends. Like, a lot of my friends, they'll be like, see me. Like, please see me all the time. And I won't because I'm like, no. I can speak to this. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I I don't want to do that because every time I show up, I feel like I have to show something and I'm afraid that you'll say something mean or something like negative or rejecting me. So it's just like I limit it so I feel less anxious and less hurt in the future. And all I want is just your joy and shining light around (laughs) me consistently. It's not like 
perfect for me. <laughs> I'm still working on it. It's a lot better than what I used to be. Yeah. But I'm, you know, it's everything all about takes that time. Growth. Yeah. All about that journey. And my man, you know, he sees it too. And he's not a very, um, doesn't use words of affirmation. So that's hard for him. But he's gifting. So he does like, I bought you this because you did such a great job yesterday. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then how would you describe your man's attachment style yeah so michael is very interesting michael had um parents who were very loving and basically created a secure attachment for him but he had his own issues growing up so you know he had um speech impediments okay that resulted in him getting extra attention from his parents so they like showered him yeah because okay. the boy couldn't talk and right like, it was very just, difficult like, so concerned yeah yeah and even though if Michael has a lot of confidence, he's very poised, um, one of the biggest things that are issues with him is how to communicate his own feelings. Okay. Mind you, these aren't feelings of like, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time presenting today. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get those feelings. Right. He gets the, I'm having a hard time telling me, his girlfriend, yes. um, that I don't like when you do these things. Okay. It makes me upset. Okay. It's like he can't seem to Verbalize break. it? Yeah. Okay. Break my heart, he calls it. He says he doesn't want to hurt my feelings because he loves me so much. Mm. That's fine and all. And, but at the end of the day, you have to learn how to communicate those things. Absolutely, because you're just bottling it all up. Yeah. yeah. And that leads to the insecure attachment where he needs to be constantly validated that I do love him mm-hmm. and I am here for him and I wouldn't choose anyone else. Does that feel exhausting at sometimes? Not necessarily. I mean, it's not frequent, but there's like these moments like if a guy comes up to me and he sees that they're super friendly and nice, they'll walk away and he'll be like, oh, so like you'd probably date that guy, right? And I'd be like, no. I'm dating you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like consistently like reminding him and validating him of how great he is for you. Yes. Okay. And then reminding him to communicate his feelings like appropriately. Okay. Um, without having these weird outbursts because sometimes when he holds it on in, he gets outbursts. Okay. So that's Michael in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say compared to who has it worse, I would say it's me. Because at the end of the day, he did have that secure attachment. So he'll always figure it out. He'll always have that self-confidence. Yeah. Okay. Whereas me, I'm still trying to gain all of those aspects. Okay. Like I figured out how to do it at work. Now I got to figure out how to do it in my personal life. Yeah. And that, I think that's one of the hardest parts. Yeah. And it's all about creating those boundaries and stuff for it. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? Want to tell me about your attachment style? So I think I'm really just across like I don't think I am one specific type of attachment Mm -hmm. I think for myself I'm a bit of avoidant in the sense that you know as a child like my caregivers were a little bit distant cold um Mm -hmm. and unresponsive so as a result like I became really independent and self-reliant. Yeah. And it's just even to this day, like I don't like to rely on inconsistent people. It's true. You get really annoyed. I get that stuff. And it comes down even to like, I even noticed that it comes down even to um, my friendships mm-hmm. where it's like people are, when I'm like, oh, do you want to make this plan to do X, Y, and Z at X, Y, and Z time? And people are like, oh, like I'll think about it. And I'm like, never mind. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Yeah. Don't even want to kind of play with that. Mm-hmm. Like I want something secure consistent reliable it's true yeah um and it's just like i i think 
I'm just like very self-directed in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of have a low-key of a no BS type of filter. Yeah. Because if I don't see that you have that same thing within you, I'm just like, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> get it together. You have like, I think one of the things with your caregivers is like they're really strong people. Yeah. So they're strong people that don't understand people who don't get anything. And you definitely right. got that quality because you're still understanding. But at the same time, you're like, why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then I also think I'm a little bit of um, anxious attachment style. Mm-hmm. And that is just like for my own self is that like I because I had caregivers that were a little bit cold and distant. Mm-hmm. I also crave intimacy and I can never get enough of closeness. Mm-hmm. And like I really do. I seek security and attention from my partner. And, you know, I tell Mr. French just all the time. It's just like, I love attention. Yeah. Like, give it to it's me. True. Give me all of it. And I say that even in my friendships. I'm just like, give me all of the attention. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody could be talking about something super important. But if somebody looks at me and they're like, Vanessa, like, I really like your outfit. I'm like, whatever they were saying, tell me about my outfit. Yeah. Well, that's what why. What did you want to say again? For, like, the Cancun thing. Yeah. Your friends were giving you all attention. Oh, my gosh. And that's yeah. where you gravitated towards. I gravitated to that more than, like, potentially using my hall pass and hooking up with some yeah. random man i was just like no 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 no! you're not giving me enough they're <laughs> feeding it for me right yeah. now yeah so i think like i'm that kind of i'm that cusp between the two okay it works in the sense that like i've become very independent and self-reliant but at the same time it's just like i crave attention um i crave intimacy like i love hugs i i i've realized that more as i've become older because like i didn't like, you know, even my caregivers to this day, they're like weird about affection. Yeah. They're weird about giving me a hug or whatever. Or like even when I come back, like when I came back from Cancun, like the hug feels weird. Yeah. And I know with like certain friends, because they know that's how I am, like I can stand there and like hug them for like and rock them for like a good like minute, oh, two yeah. minutes. And they're just like, I know you needed this. And yeah. I'm like, I really did. Aww. So I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's all about just like being also just very self-aware of your own self. Mm -hmm. And I think once you've realized what your attachment style is and you realize the negatives that can also come with it. Yeah. I think you need to kind of be on high alert of how it will show itself within your own relationship. You have to assess yourself and acknowledge that sometimes it's your behaviors that actually hurting the relationship, your attachments. So like what do you think mr french's attachment is i think for mr french it's a bit of fearful attachment Uh uh-huh i think for him it's just like he has a very like a little bit of a strong fear of abandonment Mm -hmm. and rejection and i think that definitely comes from his parents Mm -hmm. um you know his dad was pretty little bit inconsistent within his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that comes stems from the abandonment. Yeah. And I think for him, it's just like he always just like he, he really deeply desires to like be connected to me and like always touching me because like Aww. he says that's like one of his love languages. Yeah. But I also think it's like a fearful attachment because he didn't have that type of consistency within yeah. his own childhood so it's like having me it's just like oh my god like I need to be around you and I want to touch you and I want to consistently talk to you 
And at the same, it sounds disgusting, but we're kind of codependent on it because he needs that, and yeah. I love the attention. Yeah. So it works. Well, I feel like it's a match. I mean, if it's a healthy, if it's healthy, I don't think it's an issue. If it becomes like a sense where maybe if you're even tired and he's just like, no, you have to, then that's an I issue. I will never be tired of attention. Exactly. I don't think that's a thing. But it works. Yeah, it works for us. You're yeah. helping. I, each I think other. for other people, they might have been overwhelmed mm-hmm. with my need for attention or his need for connectedness. Yeah. But for us, it's like we're feeding what we both need. Mm-hmm. And it works. Hey, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it because it's still very healthy. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. So I think when it comes really down to it, guys, is is that a few ways to like really just like start, you know, having these type of conversations with your partner is, you know, just like share your feelings with your partner. Mm-hmm. And you need to also notice your relationship patterns and it's becoming aware of like what type of attachment style you have. Yeah. And, and then it's like focusing on it, like, okay, like I have this type of attachment style. These are really kind of what, you know, stems from that. Let me see if I can work on changing it. It's that personal development as well. Exactly. I think it's important to say to yourself and to everyone else, like what's going on. Yeah. Communicate your needs and expectations clearly to your partner. Yeah. Because you don't want to like, it's not their fault at the end of the day. They don't know. And they're not like no one is expected to know. So that's why if there are things that you need to do, you need to express that. Right. Um, definitely surround yourself with healthy relationships. Like I love my tuple. Yeah, like, you have a good one. <laughs> I love my tuple because they're such a good, healthy relationship. And I love spending time with them because it's like I look at them and I look at, you know, even when they're annoyed at each other or agitated by something they did, like the tone they use when they speak to each other yeah. the language that they use when they speak to each other mm-hmm. and even the setting like they will always just be like you know excuse us Vanessa like we're just gonna have a real quick conversation oh, that's and they so will nice. just like go into the bedroom really quickly and I will hear them like because I'm nosy as shit <laughs> and like they'll start <laughs> off with be like look like I don't like how you did x y and z it made me feel wow. x y and z way oh, and God. then the partner will be like i'm sorry i didn't intend to make you feel x y and z way i did x y and z action because of this oh my god and i'm just like sitting there like on the couch so unreal and i'm just like <laughs> how are you real yeah like oh my god y'all are like Wait. i tell you they are like pedestal of like for me what a beautiful relationship Seriously. looks like and, and they're amazing i've met them guys they're the babes they're perfect they are actually perfect they're so like, nice to be around like, i never ever want to call a couple or humans perfect but like they are really They've close got it. they figured it out they really did <laughs> i mean we're not asking you babes to be perfect absolutely not because we're far from it yeah it's just a matter of recognizing what your attachment style is yeah looking deep within mm-hmm. forgiving yourself first because you know you're learning be patient yeah, with yourself definitely be kind to yourself be through kind, this process yeah. it's you know it started in infancy and it just accumulated to what you are now absolutely take the time be patient but give yourself self-care because as we always say self-care is the key to 
providing yourself mental and physical and spiritual support during these times, during that shift of attachment. I also like to say it's also being self-aware. Yeah. Like, know what you're doing. Yeah. Because I, I personally, I cannot stand an individual who's just like, it's all his fault. It's, yeah. He does this and he does that. Nah. And it's like, Argh. Takes two to tango. It does. So what are you doing, babe? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. And even if it's still weighted towards one person, have a conversation about it. Exactly. And also at the same time, but like have a constructive conversation. Yeah. Do not put blame. Yeah. And you have to have it without anger. And you have to have it without any type of resentment towards it as well. Yeah. You got to kind of... You got to be a little unbiased to it. Yeah. As sound as much as it sounds super therapy like. Apologies. Start, yeah, starting with I feel or I think is very important because you're not going to put words into their mouth. Yeah. You are just saying what's going on within yourself and then you can ask what's going on within them. And then you guys you meet a middle ground of it all. Yeah. Ashley. Yes. We should just start couples therapy for like other people. <laughs> we should have people come in on the show tell us their relationship problems and we'll tell them that would be interesting but also chaotic <laughs> i feel like it would be such fun because we'd be able to use our degrees to work yeah and we would just be we'd be helping the couples of america <laughs> like we did a we service just need a naughty couple but unfortunately most of our friends are in healthy relationships unfortunately darn it damn healthy relationships. relationships it's like we just surrounded ourselves with people in healthy relationships oh, god back to that Tana, modeling good behaviors I right guess. <laughs> modeling those good healthy behaviors <laughs> so babes yeah thank you so much for tuning into this episode we appreciate it we always appreciate you just a reminder as always be gentle to yourself be patient psych if anything with psych takes time yeah I mean, I am 20 years old and I'm still figuring it the fuck out. We all are. And yeah, the thing about it is, is that you never stop. You never stop. You're yeah. always changing. Growing. Something happens in your life, boom, change. Evolving. You, you're a fucking butterfly. Yep. That goes into a your caterpillar several times. Bloom. <laughs> I don't know what metamorphosis several times, but whatever it is, <laughs> you do it. You're a snake. You're shedding skin, skin. off. <laughs> yeah. We as humans do that too, but it's okay. It's not as cool. Okay. <laughs> it's more like dandruff. Says this peeling of my hand on the corner. Ugh. Yeah, it's annoying. Anyway. <laughs> Be good to yourself. You know, if you want to learn more about attachment styles, definitely look it up. But, you know. Or you can also look at our Instagram because yes. Ashley, our amazing content creator, <laughs> is more than likely going to post something on all the different attachment styles. You so if I you am. want something that's fun, colorful, and really quick read, you can pop on over to our Instagram. Ashley will have that posted for you shortly. That I will. And if you want to give us any comments or feedback or just want us to psych your life out, please reach out to us on our link tree where we have a feedback form. Yeah. Let's have a therapy session, babes. We'll give you some free therapy. Hear about it. We need it, but like we can give it too. Slide into our DMs, baby. <laughs> As always, babes, it is a pleasure. Vanessa. Yes, babe. Sip? Oh, yes, sip. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Casamigos, this is for you. Ooh, baby, please sponsor us. <laughs>